0: If you want to join us, sign up at kathyheller.com slash five day.
1: It's just all these planets lining up. And I feel like those magical kismet planets line up when you just follow what feels good and like make, make what you love and be around the people you love.
0: Hi guys, it's Kathy Heller. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so happy because today Scott Hoying is here, who is a member of my favorite singing group, the Pentatonics. He also has a brand new EP, Parallel, which just came out this past Friday. And we got to sit down on Friday and have this heart to heart for an hour. And it's just so delightful. I don't even have a word for how amazing and special and kind and cool and talented and humble. So humble he is. I don't know if you guys know the Pentatonics. I'm assuming that you do know them because they're everywhere. They're like omnipresent. They're the most special group of human beings. I've seen talented people, but I haven't seen talented people with this level of love and purity. I just feel like there is no ego going on. I feel like they just came to the world to be generous and take us all on this magical ride. And the music, I mean, we talk so much on the show about how vibration really is what the world is made of and how when our vibration is elevated, we make the greatest impact. And so that is essentially all that they are because they sing acapella music and it is just this harmony, right? This beautiful resonance. And I love it so much. So I'm really excited to dive into this conversation with you today. Before we do that, I want to tell you two very cool things. Number one, starting next Monday, I am going to be live for four days, starting August 7th at 12 Eastern, 9 Pacific, teaching you everything about podcasting, how you can start a podcast, how a podcast could completely change your life, how you can monetize a podcast, how you can find so much purpose and calling in podcasting. I'm going to be teaching you as much as I can pack in to four days live with you. If you want to join me for that, if you want to join the thousands of people who've already registered to join us, you can go to kathyheller.com slash bootcamp and grab your spot. We have giveaways every single day. We already have two giveaways on the books that we're going to be announcing the first day of the workshop, including a podcast microphone, a Marc Jacobs tote, an Alice and Olivia blouse, a pair of Beats headphones, so much good stuff. Come on in and join the party because you're going to be so glad you did. Go to kathyheller.com slash bootcamp and join us. We can't wait. Also, second thing, we have half the seats already sold for the retreat that I'm doing in September in South Florida, September 10th, 11th, and 12th. We will be meditating. We will be manifesting. We will be really taking a break from whatever is the predictable, the limited, the routine and allowing you to step into what feels like that clean oxygen that allows you to see further, that allows you to create, to print your reality from a higher consciousness. If you want to do that with me for three days, if you want to understand why everyone who comes to the retreat says it's the best thing that they did, go to kathyheller.com slash retreat and join us because we will sell this out. We keep our retreats intimate to about 60 women We're really excited about it. I will be there with you. I can't wait. Go to kathyho.com slash retreat and join us. All right, now let's dive in to our awesome guest today, Scott Hoying. He's a Grammy-winning singer, musician, songwriter. He's basically the catalyst behind my all-time favorite a cappella group, Pentatonix. You might remember that we had Mitch Grassi on from Pentatonix earlier this year, and I just adore him. Just as a refresher, Pentatonix has won three Grammys. They have a huge YouTube following of over 20 million subscribers, Over 6 billion views. Plus, they've sold over 10 million albums, some of which have reached number one on the Billboard 200. And this year, they became the first a cappella group to have a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. It's mind-blowing to see how big they've become. And what's so awesome is that Scott's been on his own journey to create his own music, and his brand-new EP called Parallel just came out this past Friday. This is an exploration of things that have been a part of his life lately. Unconditional love, loss, learning to trust in the uncertainty of a new chapter, Every song is a piece of beautiful art and Scott's voice is phenomenal as always. Do yourself a favor, go get this EP. You know, I don't really get nervous before interviews. I've just done so many and I just don't experience that so much. But for this one, I had to like calm myself down because Pentatonics is a band that I truly feel like I have healed, become a better person, like from this music, which is medicine. And so I'm just so deeply grateful to them for being who they are, showing up for their mission. It was such an honor to chat with Scott. He's such a pure-hearted person. He radiates so much love, and he's just accomplished so much that to see him have this much humility is just such a rare, beautiful thing. I think I've talked about pentatonics enough and how much I love them. So without further ado, please welcome the extraordinary Scott Hoey. I'm literally shaking. My whole oh my body's gosh! Changed. My nervous system can't handle it.
1: But <laughs> oh, there like I'm have... excited to be here.
0: This is insane. I know this is what happens when I have this. It's like we've done 800 of these episodes. I'm supposed to be normal, and then <laughs> there's like three people in the world, and then this is what happens to me. You're one of those people. It's it's Honestly, frustrating. I'm
1: That is so wild to hear because you have such a hugely successful podcast that so many people adore that I'm just like very honored to be one of the three. That is iconic.
0: If you could feel what my legs feel like right now, then you would know how human I am in this moment. And it's so good and embarrassing. I adore you and I don't have the words. So let's just leave that over there. My family and I have come to see you four times. This year year alone?
1: This year alone? alone.
0: Is that normal?
1: That's totally normal. That's amazing. I'm about to see Beyonce for the second time, and I've seen every single tour. I'm going
0: to say something so sacrilegious to you. You guys are so with like a thousand O's bigger to me than Beyonce. Is that a horrible thing to say?
1: No, it's not a horrible thing to say. Okay, that's how I feel. It really puts into perspective how you're feeling right now. I am like so honored. I've never felt this cool in my life.
0: (laughs) It is so legit what I feel. And anyone who's listening right now is proud of me because anyone who knows you feels the same way and they're feeling like I'm an ambassador on their behalf because all the Pentatonix fans want to do is this. They want to stand there like a spotlight and like drown you in love because it's not a normal thing. It's not love. It's obsession. It's what it is, and that's needing to be said right now. So there we go. We've said it. Now we can move on. Now, literally, I feel like
1: the (laughs) I'm obsessed with you. I I feel like like the Pentatonix supporters and fans are just like such a beautiful group of people that are just so full of love, and I think that's one of the reasons we've been able to stay a band for so long.
0: Here's what it's called. It's called a vibrational match. It's called I
1: love that.
0: It's called five human beings. A couple of them have changed change characters. Most of them are the same five humans who literally have somehow this insane Herculean talent, plus no ego. I don't understand it. I can't (laughs) get it, but I know that when people are in your presence, they're better humans
1: or just better humans.
0: You think that's true.
1: Uh, I really, no, I really, really genuinely appreciate that. And I do think when you say vibrational too, it makes me think of like literally scientifically vibrational. I feel like there's something to harmony about human voices coming together and what the sound waves do. But that that, like, not only bonds us closer to each other, but connects us with others as well.
0: That is a 100% true. And there is so much data that supports that. The most impressive thing in the world is love. I don't even understand. Your capacity to give love is insane. I I just want to say, and you're so freaking funny. I don't get I don't understand. God was like giving out talent. He's like, okay, we'll make him uh, really cute. We'll give him an amazing voice. But then he's really funny. Oh no, gosh. you're not allowed to have all of that. <laughs> Stop it.
1: Thank you. I God. can't. Will you like uh will you make an alarm for me to wake me up every morning? The I'll just start every day, just like feeling happy. Uh, yeah. And
0: you're the cutest. Okay, so let's well. let's get into your story. You have this incredible drop today of this amazing music that how cool that you're even making time for this. I'm so excited. All we're going to do is run out and buy this record. Ah. I started the show in my closet six years ago. I happened to be friends with Ben Bram. He was one of my oh, first wow. guests. I have watched you guys since the moment, since Go, okay? Wow. That's why I'm like this, okay? Let's just come yeah, 12 it's- years.
1: This has been a long time coming. That is so amazing.
0: Anyway, so now let's get into you. I want to hear your version of this story, well, Where were you when you are like, I think this is what I'm going to do?
1: You know, it was just kind of like a series of events that was very transformative for me. So during the pandemic, I'm so used to being on tour all the time, working all the time, and then coming to a stop. We all experienced this. It was just like a really jarring, crazy thing. And so Pentatonix wanted to keep making music, but we had to do it remotely. So we all had to learn how to use an audio digital workstation. And so I learned started learning Pro Tools, which I had been like, Putting off learning how to do for years, but no once I got off the... Just go
0: learn what That's like <laughs> saying I'm gonna go learn rocket ship engineering. Yeah. What are you talking <laughs> about?
1: No, that's why I had never started because it felt like such a untouchable, really hard technological feat. But the thing is, once I like learned the basics and got past the tedium of like the frustrating beginning parts, it started to kind of click, and then I became all of a sudden, became completely enamored with it, like obsessed like I was when I was a kid playing a video game. And I would just every night for hours just mess with it, watch YouTube tutorials. I wanted to get better at it. And it felt so good to be obsessed and like enter a flow state every night. And so I just started like arranging things and writing songs. And I got into this habit of writing a song, even if it was like a 20 minute quick write or something, writing a song every single night. And it was kind of a version of journaling and also was like honing in my craft of the, as a writer, singer, and like by tools skills. And so as I was doing that, the songs I was writing were starting to feel better and better and more authentic and more authentic. And I was just really falling in love with the idea of telling my like really personal story and putting together an EP. And it also was giving me this self-esteem and bringing me to this place where I was down to release it without putting pressure on it to be extremely successful or culture altering. I like felt like I could go to bed at night proud of it. And that was such a freeing, beautiful feeling that now I'm just doing this because it comes from an authentic flow state, amazing place. And it's like a love letter, the whole EP to my husband, Mark. And it all just, it's all lining up (laughs) perfectly. And it's been a beautiful experience for me.
0: I love that whole thing. I love that you decided like, oh, there's a pandemic and you have every good excuse to just sit around and watch Netflix and chill, but you then (laughs) take this on. But then it actually becomes so in flow, as you say. And these songs are so beautiful. And it's courageous to do that for so many reasons. I mean, to share your life and all of that is courageous. But I feel like when you come from something so successful, you feel like, Okay, you know, I'm going out on my own now with something and like, are people going to compare this? And then often, those things may not be as good. But I feel like, and you saw the genuineness of my obsession with you. The songs are so good. Like, I don't, I'm like, how? Do you do that? Like lightning usually doesn't strike in the same place, the same time it's they're really so good. You should be so you are, and you should be so proud of these songs and your vocals are amazing. And it it is such a celebration of this insane love affair.
1: It doesn't make any
0: sense. Like most people never have that, that version of what love looks like for you guys. So I'm so glad you wrote a whole record about it. Cause I had
1: to, you know, but that was so beautifully said and so sweet. And that genuinely, you know, I say thank you so much for that. That means a lot. Um, I wrote the whole thing about Mark because he is like my muse and I'm in this like happy, loving place in my life. And so it just felt natural to write a song about him every night.
0: <laughs> I feel like it's so powerful because I think people have given up on believing that level of love exists, that people will really be that empathetic and walk beside you and make you better and the way you talk about each other and it's so obvious from his face and every expression that we ever catch of him. It's like you both really have the capacity to do that for each other. What is that even like for you to have found that in your life? That's so big.
1: I. It's even hard to put into words. It's just, it's a huge relief. One, two, it feels any obstacles I went through in my life or that he went through in his life all feel like they had a purpose and like yeah. led us to each other. Yeah. And I think we have similar journeys, but at the same time, uniquely different journeys in some way that just like fit together so perfectly. And both of us have a really, really go-with-the-flow type of energy. We're always late to <laughs> everything because we're just like, I feel like we're both very present in the moment. And I think that that really connected us on a deep level. And I, above all, though, I just feel like he is the one of the kindest people in the world. And, That's so
0: obvious, by the way.
1: And I think a big part of thank you. I think a big part of like love and relationships with friends, significant others, family, anyone is like kindness, putting in the effort to making someone feel heard and loved. And like even when ar- if an argument happens, it's like let's approach this with love and like not make it too... Passive or emotional or intense. Let's feel our emotions, but let's like lead with logic and love and kindness and be solution oriented. I think that it's just so amazing to meet someone that's down to do that all the time.
0: I don't even get this really because (laughs) usually people who are as talented as you are have this shadow side where they're really self destructive. And it's uncanny to me that you are. so available for healthy love and you have the depth to be that talented at the same time really that's that's not normal it's almost like god the universe knew you had a really big job to do and Mm -hmm. so that was going to be clean so you could just do your job because your job it's insane like when i watch you on stage in front of a gazillion people It's like you're just the kid next door standing in our living room being like, come on, guys, let's just have fun. And then (laughs) everybody feels like a better version of themselves. And I've never seen that. I see performers and I'm like obsessed with like their talent. But then there's like that, that thing that comes with it, that like cost, which is like their ego and you kind of put up with it. But you, that's not you. So it's like, it's so generous. You're going around the world being so vulnerable and so generous, so humble that it's almost like, okay, I and mean, maybe that does make sense. It's like, you're going to get this beautiful support and it's going to be so healthy so that you can just, cause you raised your hand to be so spent all the time taking care of us. I feel like that's what you do.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Wow. You have a way with words, Justin.
0: I know. ball the whole Ugh. show because Thank I'm you. going, this is so singular. Like it's so singular. You can feel it. It's not like you're enjoying it. But it's so obvious that you're doing this for us. It's like, mm. "Come on, guys, there's a lot going on out there, like, just breathe. It's okay. Yeah I can feel it. I
1: love that that's how it comes a- across, too, because I love to perform so deeply, and I know how rare it is to just be able to do it professionally. So one, I'm just grateful to be there and that people love the music and that they're like affected by it and moved by it. But also, it's just like, I love singing it. So the, the energy's right. And I've learned that I think maybe this is from being a queer person and like having to create a character for myself that I'd unlearn and relearn my authenticity. That because of that experience, I don't want to ever be putting on an act
2: yeah.
1: when I'm on stage or connecting with people. Even if it's like a, a bigger version of myself, I'd rather be vulnerable because having to pretend to be something I'm not is something I'm familiar with from the past. And I think it like would bring up some dark emotions. So I just want to be myself and like do what I love and sing music and write music I love. And even if it turns certain people off, I don't want to like craft something people will like better. I just, I'll have more bandwidth if I am myself. You know what I mean?
0: I, I love hearing that that's part of what happens for you internally. I think that human beings are often really patronized and then People think that they need to be impressive because that's what the ego like wants. But I feel like the reason the Pentatonix is so massive is because love is the most impressive thing and people get that. Like people totally. vote with their heart because when if you're willing to meet them there, if you're willing to be like, no matter what car you drove here, who you voted for, I'm going to love you and I'm going to bet that you'll love me back. And I yeah. feel like that's the only time I've ever felt that way is at a pentatonic concert. Oh and goodness. then I watch the whole audience turn into one family of people, and I go, "That's not. It's not a normal. It's so awesome. It's so awesome." And I want to talk about that for a second because a lot of people don't know. Well, we can talk about this thing off in a second, but a lot of people don't know that when you had eventually this prize, which was this record label, you initially got dropped, and then. It's your own grassroots movement that created all that this is like no marketing strategist is by it's just your vibration turned into a match for a zillion people. So (laughs) can you tell that story? Because that's kind of the origin of what I'm.
1: Yes, I love that you brought that up. It's one of my favorite stories to tell because we did like win this big fancy prize and we were on a TV show with millions of viewers, but to be dropped right after. (laughs) I'm actually glad that I was so naive at the time because I feel like now it would have even felt darker in a way. But like we were dropped, which felt devastating, but it ended up being positive for so many reasons because one, a reality show contract, especially back then, was just like, we own you for life and you make no money type of thing. And so getting out of that was actually the most life-changing thing that could have ever happened to us. And then it also like kind of lit a fire under us to like really take our career into our own hands and not like wait for label execs to tell us who to be, what to say, what to make. And so we just, one day I got on my like iPad two resolution pixels, maybe like three. And I set it up and we sang a cover of moves like Jagger. And we just signed up for a YouTube channel and we just posted it. That was the beginning. And I feel like YouTube, it was super in innocent Renaissance at the time too. It was such a cool way to connect with people directly and sing to them without these filters of like business things we had to go through. And people can feel that authenticity, like you're saying, they can feel yeah. that connection. Yeah. And it was also really fun. It was like fun for us because we had so much control over it. And then when the YouTube channel kind of exploded, we had the leverage to kind of do a deal that was fair. Yeah. And I just feel like it's like definitely a testament and proof to anyone out there to like post stuff, even if you're not sure about it and to like put yourself out there because it, it's wild what it can turn into.
0: It's literally mind blowing. I mean, but you can feel it in how you said it that like you just had this again that you weren't in it for what is going to happen. It was like, we just were having fun and we want to put this in the world. And I yeah. feel like it starts with that spark of generosity of yes. like, This is just what we're doing. We're just going to be doing this. And that non-attachment, it's everything, right? Because it allows you to just keep enjoying the thing that you're doing while you're doing it. And then it you don't need
1: discipline (laughs) because you or maybe do it. That is so beautifully said. And I got full body chills when you said spark. Oh my God,
0: I love you so much. I can't stop saying it.
1: Because spark is the perfect word for it. I feel like I can even see it in eras of pentatonics. Like when we had more of the spark and less of the spark. I feel like we've always like kept the vibrations pretty high, but you can feel when we're making music that comes from more of a fun place. And I think that that's why it took me so long to do solo music, because I was so scared of it and I was trying to figure out what my sound would be. And like I was thinking about it too much, but now I'm in a place in my life for so many reasons, a huge one being my husband, Mark, that accepts and loves me for who I am. I feel like I'm in a place where I can just have fun and have that spark when I make art because you need that.
0: It's all just like rows and rows of yumminess, like everything. Your husband, every member of the band is like so special. Like I said, there's very few things in life that just stay so pure, each layer of them. It really is. But anyway, what I was going to say next in this line of beautiful things is like, then you guys got your star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. And it's like, what the Hell, like that, How many acapella groups, acapella groups? Zero besides you, right? You're the only yeah, one.
1: I, I think so. I'm not 100% sure, but I think we are the first.
0: Would you ever have dreamed like this is what's going to be your life? What is happening?
1: I, I was so shook by that. And just like, I just remember having to remind myself to be present because I was in a whirlwind being upset that it. It didn't feel real. And the first time I came to Los Angeles when I was 12 years old, the first thing we did was go to the Walk of Fame. I wanted to see the stars. I'm like, it's just really cool. And the other day, Mark's nieces and nephews, well, I guess mine too, we're all family now. Um, But uh they took a picture with the star and it just like was this moment where I was like, oh, our kids and our kids' kids. It's just like a piece of history that I feel like my family for years to come can be so proud of. And that just like brings me all the joy.
0: It brings me so much joy that it was built brick by brick on just this love of being with your band the love of making things, it's like, it's not like somebody discovered this thing. And then you went into like a Max Martin machine and they like created you as a, you know what I mean? Like, this is right. so insane that this would happen. It I don't is, think people that's... really get the level of how insane it is. And can you just tell everyone, cause you've known, you've known Mitch since what, you're eight or nine?
1: I've known Mitch since I was 10 and I've known okay. Kirsty since I was like 14 But then Mitch and Kirstie have known each other since they were like seven or something. But we all went to high school together. We'd acquire together. And we've just been through ups and downs. We've had like really close, not as close, like a family. But we've just always known that like we love each other in the end. Like we are like blood and like, and now especially, I feel like it's made the whole tapestry of our story more beautiful. Like the thing, the ups and downs. and, And we're in this place where we're all like very grounded and know who we are and We're all really close. I feel like the band is more unified than we've ever been. And yeah, it's been amazing.
0: When did you first sing together, the three of you? Because I guess you're the you've known each other the longest. When did you first sing together, the three of you?
1: Just the three of us, like as a trio. The first time we sang was my and Kirsty's senior year. (laughs) And it was Mitch's junior year in high school. And we wanted to audition for this radio contest to meet the cast of Glee when they went on tour. So we put a little performance together and we sang through it. And this is another reason I say always put yourself out there because after we did, we were like, I don't know, it doesn't feel very special. Let's ditch it. But as we were walking out of the choir room, we ran into our two friends, Kayla and Kelly. And they were like, wait, I heard y'all practicing something. Sing it for us. And we were like, okay. And we sang it for them. And they were like, they like freaked out and loved it. And we were like, maybe it is kind of good. And then we went and showed our choir teacher she had to sing it at this like pops concert at the end of the year. Someone filmed it in the audience and put it online and that went viral. And then that's what inspired us to go on the sing-off. It's like, it's just all these planets lining up. And I feel like those magical kismet planets line up when you just follow what feels good and like and make sock-like. make what you love and be around the people you love and I feel like that was a really amazing lesson to learn early on.
0: Okay, what you just said, that's the whole thing. That's the answer to everything about life, what you just said.
1: Oh my gosh. Because
0: we've decided in our mind that this whole thing has to be hard. And then everything feels like, of course, it's about like, I don't know, perceiving that it's hard and it's far away and it's this. And it's like, no, when your vibration, to use that word again, is in this like loving, silly, magical place, that's sort of like the key to the portal called you're just going to have synchronicity. Like you're available for that. Why can't it be that?
1: Yeah. And it can be hard to get to that place too, because I've gone through phases, but that is what I'm always striving for is that easy, calm, flowing, with the and synchronicity starts happening all the time too. Like I feel like all these coincidences starts to happen when I'm like in that type of place. And um, and yeah, that is like my life's goal at all times to strive for.
0: I can't even imagine what the rest of this gets to look like because you're a very young human. And hopefully you're here for 120. And it's like, <laughs> you've done so much already. But that's what's so exciting. I mean, look, you know, the Beatles, they like wrote many, 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 many more songs and like had many different hats that they wore. So I guess that that's what's coming. But it's it's hard to believe like you're you're so young to have so much, but it's still coming. I guess I, my question is you, you've been around the world now. I don't know how many times, right? Does it still feel really new and fun? Does that experience still feel like? Worthy of doing again and again.
1: It honestly does in a lot of ways. There's some ways that it feels like I need to do some other things in my life, but I will say like learning Pro Tools and becoming obsessed with it. That was a really big paradigm shift for me because I hadn't obsessed over something like that in so long. And so I think it kind of opened this portal for me to want to learn to do new things. And I realized how much there is out there. Literally this drum I bought like four days ago. Because I was just, I've just been wanting to learn new things, and there's so many avenues to make art, and making art is like by far what I love the most. It feels like a real example of magic. You're making something out of nothing, and it's immortalized forever. I think that's so cool. And just, I like want to act more, and I want to write more, and I want to sing other genres of music. And I've just learned that making art of all kinds is really fulfilling to me. And in this new era of like knowing my worth and owning my power, I feel like I genuinely believe that I can make all these different types of art. So it does feel like there's so much to come. And so I don't feel this like, uh, now what type of feeling?
0: Okay, that really gave me goosebumps. Like I just viscerally (laughs) felt that because you each have magic tricks that are slightly different. And you have this thing that's larger than life. That's kind of the thing that you have. And that makes so much sense when you said, like, you would lean more into acting or other creative things. And all of a sudden, I was like, yeah, there's so much about to happen. Like, that's a definite because it's all the seeds are there. And the fact that you would be open to that. Yes. like That makes a lot of sense that there's so many other things for you to explore and master because you are hilarious and you make everyone feel at ease. So it's almost like you could be Jimmy Fallon.
1: Oh my gosh. That is... No,
0: I'm really saying Thank it. You. As I'm saying it, I'm like, that's a thing because you put everyone at ease. You're super, obviously musical and fun. I just got the hit that that's so cool that you are aware of and open to all that stuff and that's very exciting Um, it's a
1: new development i feel like too and i feel like a lot of a lot of people do this and i did it for so much of my life is attach my identity to something so yeah like grip on and i was like i'm the acapella guy who riffs and like that is who i am and it's been so exciting to be like what if i want to be a physicist (laughs) there's no way but but maybe there is a way you know
0: Maybe there is a way. Mm -hmm. Yeah, indeed. We've had a few other musicians on this show who've talked about stage fright. I don't see that at all in your stratosphere. And at the same time, I wonder when you're standing there like, hey, guys, let's make a TikTok. It's literally impossible. It's called something that's not supposed to happen, where you're (laughs) supposed to be that at ease in front of like 155,000 humans at one time. (laughs) Like, how do you get yourself in the zone to not think about being conscious and aware of like being looked at as a human on a stage that needs to do well? Like, how are you overcoming that with so much grace? How are you doing Thanks.
1: that? Well, one, thank you again. That's another beautifully said compliment. You know, it's, this is a really interesting thing. I get stage fright, like for like live television or when it's like a crazy interesting. crowd, but then after touring for a while, I didn't have stage fright as much on a pentatonic store but i feel like i am a different person on stage than i was even two years ago i think two years ago it was almost like i sometimes i compare it to like like drag like a drag queen once they're in drag they like become this confident not all the time but like sometimes that's their like way of like expressing themselves confidently and i felt like when i go on stage with pentatonix i was like scott from pentatonix and i was felt really comfortable in this character There was authenticity to the character, but it was just showier. But I feel like now it's still upbeat, but there's more authenticity to it. And now that I feel like I can be myself and I trust that I'm going to be able to do whatever I want to do on stage, sometimes I'll like not even prepare the TikTok or have to bail on it halfway through, (laughs) but I've just like learned to stay calm on stage and just really be myself and let the chips fall where they may. And that was such a scary a scary jump to make. But as I noticed, oh, I feel like I'm more eloquent when I don't overthink what I'm going to say. And I feel like it's been really cool discovering that not Scott from Pentatonics is on stage. Like uh, that's just Scott can be on stage, yeah. e- even if it's with pont- Pentatonics, but the most vulnerable real like Scott, Scott can be on stage and kill it. That's been a fun discovery.
0: You're the single most comfortable human I've ever seen on stage. And it makes everybody in the audience comfortable. That's that's the irony. Is like when you're like not caring if the TikTok works or whatever, we're all like, oh my god, you just gave our whole nervous system an upgrade because we're all people who walk around in our own self consciousness, and then you're fine. So it like it's like medicine. Let's it's like giving so permission. Cool. Like let's all yeah. just
1: like put our guards down and keep it chill. <laughs>
0: it's so Thank good you. with the new EP. What do you want people to walk away with? What do you want people to know or feel?
1: I want people to feel moved, uplifted, inspired. I want it to heal people. I feel like bubs, like I want people to feel less alone if they've lost something or someone close to them. I want people to feel the love that I'm, Portraying in this album because it comes from such a visceral place. And I also want queer people and queer youth to see that love can exist yeah. for queer people or people in general. And I just hope it makes people feel good as good as it made me feel making it. It was like a profound milestone, epic, transformative, momentous occasion in my life. And I think that even if you don't relate to every lyric or something, that the feelings associated and the real energy that went into the EP, I think it could be very healing for people.
0: I love that you say all of those things with, again, with like so much love and like humility and there's such gentleness. And some of those things are like so important and can be really activating, right? Like that there's so many kids who grow up and feel so cast aside. And that's like a really important issue. And yet everything you deliver, it's like, all right, let's see if we can have this. Let's see if I can make a difference in this conversation and and do this with just like so much love when I can't even imagine what it's like to grow up as a kid in Arlington, Texas and have that experience. I don't know if you feel like sharing a little bit about what that's like, but I feel like those are important stories to tell. Like,
2: Yeah. What was that
0: like for you? And did you feel like you had to kind of erase that part of your identity for a while until it felt safe enough for you to, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, it was tough. I mean, I think that I didn't even realize it was tough at first because I didn't understand it and I wasn't educated about it. And we didn't really have social media when I was really young. So I didn't see a lot of queer people in media or have a community online, which I'm so like happy that More Use has that now. So I just felt like, I was different, but I didn't want to be. I was actually like really, really passionate and worked really hard to be like everyone else. And like, yeah, that wears on you. After That makes me want to cry. Yeah, I'm about to. I'm about to shed a tear or two. But like, uh, uh, you know, in 17 years of my life, you're hiding your truest self from everyone, even your family. And knowing that not one person knows the real you, not even your mom is like, it hurts, but I will say on the positive side, I think it built empathy in me and like love because I want everyone to feel understood as I know the feeling of being misunderstood. And um, I think it made me a stronger person and a beautiful person, but it was, yeah, it's tough. It's just tough in your formative years having to create a character for yourself. takes a lot of years to unlearn that. I'm so
0: just glad not- that you, I'm so glad that you shared that. I I can't even believe that you have the ability to still be present with sharing it because I'm sure you've shared it before, but it's like you don't disassociate from what you're feeling and you are so present. And that's really that ability heals people because the people listening to this, whether they know someone is queer and going through that or whether they are, everybody knows something they hide about themselves because they Mm want to belong. And whoever that affected, it only affects them that much deeper because when you shared that, it was like you were telling it for the first time. That's such an indication of your emotional intelligence. It's like, that's what makes you such a good songwriter. You you are so available to feel what's there to feel. And that is the definition of empathy. That's so singular to you. That's so unusual that you could just do that. And it's so important, and it kills me that story. That story, like I remember when I went to see Dear Evan Hansen, and mm-hmm. I was hysterical. I, I was like, "What just happened?" And it's because everybody knows that feeling of waving through a window, which I know you guys covered too.
1: That but is, like, I'm, and I love that musical. And I'm
0: musical. sure you guys are BFFs because he's the best.
1: Oh yes, Ben Platt. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I can amazing. only imagine that master. when you guys
0: get together, it's just like meteor showers. But That feeling, I think the reason that show was so beloved is because everyone knows that secret that it's the same secret everybody has on some level, which is you don't really know me. Yeah. But it's even levels and levels and levels and levels of levels of more extreme when we all kind of walk around the elephant in the room, which is that it's not fully accepted.
1: Yeah. I also feel like we all want to feel loved. But we all just like, we all have to protect ourselves. And it's just, I think a big thing I've learned in my life is there's so many people in this world, so many, and people that will accept the real you. And so I'm just like, now I just feel like I'm just opened up completely. And I just want to be my most authentic self. And as scary of a leap as that was, I was like, if I get a million unfollows on Instagram, I honestly would not mind because I just want to be myself.
0: That's and right. like,
1: and, but it's, it's amazing how the second you do that, the opposite of what your fear happens, like you start to feel comfortable in yourself You start to have more energy, you start to attract the right people, pieces start to fall into place. And that's also, that's not me encouraging anyone to come out before they should. I know there's like a bunch of factors involved, but I'm just saying like the second I was able to really like own who I was, it was just like a relief.
0: Ah, oh, it's so good. It makes me think, you know, this idea like we didn't come here for a pile of stuff and we often think that we do, you know, we come for like followers or how much money or what house or what car. And it's like we really come for an elevated beingness, you know, like feeling whatever that feeling of expansion is and that being authentic. I've actually never met anyone who has two qualities who's not happy and it's authenticity and gratitude. People who literally live authentically and have gratitude are the happiest people because you're not assigning your well being to anything outside of you. It's like
1: oh, it sounds that is it. All my favorite people in the world are the ones that are just grateful. Authentic it's the reason I fell so in love with Mark. He's just like he is down if our car if we're on our way to Coachella to see our favorite artists and our car breaks down. He's down to have just as much fun in the car oh listening. God. And, uh, you know, it, it's just like, it's okay to just like exist anywhere, but it's just like being able to exist with him anywhere and make the best of the scenario or stay calm in a, a negative scenario. It, it's just uh, something I am very, very good. And so I was like, marry me.
0: <laughs> what do you feel like is one of the biggest ways that his love has changed you?
1: Oh, do we have another hour? Um, I, 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 the first thing that comes to mind is I feel like there's quirks about me that I have been insecure about my whole life, like little awkward things or things that are just like a little too weird where the room is like, huh, (laughs) like, or like the eyes dart away and stuff. There's those type of things about my personality, a goofiness and over the topness that I have just really worked hard to fix. And Mark, I feel like, loves those parts of me and thinks they're amazing. And not just in like a compliments me and says, you're amazing type of way, like in a nuanced way, just like an authentic reaction of positivity to those qualities when they come out. And it was made me able to own them more. And then now I feel like they've turned into my superpower in a lot of ways. They made me a better actor. They made my music more creative. And now I've taken a full 180. Now I like own those parts of myself and don't worry too much about if I need to change my personality to fit in. It goes back to that same theme, but that's a long-winded way of saying Mark has loved me so purely and deeply that I've learned to love myself again.
0: It's such a giant gift and it's like... So I used the word before obvious. It's so obvious. Anything you guys have, any content you put out of the two of you, I mean, his whole face is just emanating, just light and love and kindness. And
1: Uh, I say uh, all those words in my mouth because that is exactly it.
0: It's such a treasure. And I love that what you said earlier is like every hard thing you had gone through, like turned into something. Each one of those horrible, painful things is like, you appreciate all of this and you've merited something just so over the rainbow, like, and it doesn't make it okay. It just feels like it turns it into meaning or something like that.
1: Absolutely. I I mean, I'm grateful for the person I am because of that journey. And hopefully I can play a role in like normalizing queer love and inspiring parents to accept and love their child so they don't have to go through those things and they can lead a life with love without it coming from a such a painful place but at the same time I am also very lucky to have parents and a family as well as Mark that are very accepting of us and that is not something every queer person gets and so I want to also use that privilege to like our queer love out there and normalize it and hopefully yeah. inspire people.
0: You're right. That's like also truly unique and good for them. Like good for them for being the people that just got it. Cool. That says a lot about them. But I'm not surprised. Like I said, you have a, you're so healthy. You're so not dysfunctional that I kind of equated that to somebody must have loved you a lot. You know, like I could feel that because you're just so loving and lovable and you have a capacity to be loved. And so many people, when they experience something different, then it takes a while for them to function in something functional. They'll just keep calling in something that feels familiar. So I felt like the two of you, because he also has that. It's just, I wasn't surprised when you just said that your parents were both awesome.
1: They're so loving. And I feel like even if at first they didn't totally understand the queer community, and they weren't hateful about it. They weren't like, not in this household. They were like wanting to oh, understand gosh. more. I feel like a kid just wants to know that they're loved. Like that's even it. if you're pretty worried simple. about, yeah, it's pretty simple. That's like, I feel like a through line. Love the shit out of your kid because <laughs> uh, uh, they need they need it.
0: Yeah, that's what I think you guys do so well. I I've literally sat. I told you, I saw you guys a a bunch of times this year and I got to see you at the Hollywood Bowl last, was it September, October? That was legit top three, one of the best nights of my whole life. Like wow, watching you. you guys at the Hollywood Bowl, the air, my family's with, I was just like, this is it. How does it get any better? And I remember thinking, and I swear to you, this sounds like an exaggeration, but this is the truth. I remember thinking, this is it this must be what God had in mind when he made people, that it could be this good. Wow.
2: What Cause are, I, I love that.
0: No, honestly, because I was like, the talent is not, it's not a normal thing. It's insane. It's not normal. It's bizarro. And then the sweetness. And I'm just like, I couldn't, I was weeping. I was like, whatever this is, if we could just take this and every person who has hate in their heart would witness this. I feel like they'd be healed. Like, I don't know how you could hold that and not get it because words yeah. don't teach. But love like that, that's crazy town. It's yeah. amazing. I can't handle Thank it.
1: You. Thank you. And I absolutely love that you talked about that show because we've probably done a thousand shows at this point, Panasonic. And I would say the Hollywood Bowl show this past September is probably my favorite experience on stage, my favorite show ever. Something about that night was like really magical. And I feel like every band member, we were more open than normal. I feel like we're pretty open most of the time, but like we were really free on stage and in the audience. It just like there was a magic about that night.
0: I love knowing that you felt that because I feel like I got to share one 18, of that with you. Do you have, cause Pentatonics bands are, they're just so worthy and deserving and they want to know all these things. What was one of your favorite top three? Because it's hard to pick one. It's like children. What were three of your favorite songs and, and the recording experience of a few songs or videos that you made?
1: I would say that my favorite Panasonic song, just in terms of if I was outside of the band, most fan was Hallelujah. I When we got a mix of that, I like listened to it so many times it's- in a row. I was on a plane from LA to New York And I listened to it over and over on repeat, like engaged listening, like listening to every part of it for basically the whole five hour flight. And I just remember that so deeply because now that's like the standard of like what I strive for whenever making something. So that's a really big one. And I also love the process of making it was like very improvisational. It didn't feel like we were stuck in a page really trying to move notes around and make chords, right? That was one where we were all just like, in a room Mm. singing and improvising lines and like a lot of what we did in that first voice memo of just freestyling ended up being used Mm. and i think that you can feel that because like every part is fun to sing because what someone would naturally sing is so that my other one would probably be mary did you know because it's very similar in that way and then another one this one's a little left field but we did a collaboration with jacob collier for white christmas what Jacob Collier arranged, it was a collaboration with Manhattan Transfer, who's iconic and it paved the way for vocal groups. And, um, they sound so good in it. And they, it was just so fun to do, like in kind of a full out kooky arrangement, like children listen to the top no, and stuff. like all, it was, it, I just love listening to that one too.
0: I've already said so many things that I feel like you're desensitized. I mean, no, that's probably not a good at thing. All. But I, but I just, it. I wish I could tell you. The times I've been driving in my car thousands of thousands of times, bawling, feeling like I have a biological upgrade from oh listening gosh. to your... No, I don't even know how to say it. And I know other people feel... That was feel, a
1: really cool way to say that.
0: I'm just saying like my entire inside. I have like the biggest downloads, epiphanies. I cry my eyes out. I feel healed. I feel... I can't even... I'm just That's like...
1: It's so cool to hear.
0: Everybody I know knows that Pentatonix wants to tell you that and maybe doesn't have a chance to or doesn't have the words to, but it's like, you are such a gift. It's like,
2: thank you. I almost that feel bad so that you're
0: in. I almost feel bad for you that you're in it, that you don't get to use it. <laughs> 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 what can I do? Like, I'm like, who knows that for you? What I do love is how you love each other. I was going to, that was my next thing I was going to say to you. I love how, even though you're all like Olympians, you will like give each other so much love. It's like, that's what I mean also about the ego thing. Like when Kevin's on stage, you're like, Oh my God, that's <laughs> ridiculous. You know, and then you'll say things about Mitch, like his voice, let's be real. Like who, it's like, you, you all are so talented. Is that so true that you all just look at each other with like so much reverence for your talent? Each of you.
1: Yeah. I find everyone in Pentatonic so mind blowing. And it's also like, we know that together we've, we're, we've got this magic thing and we all have our like kind of our magic tricks in ways, as you were saying. And I think we like can achieve more together than if we didn't support each other. And it's also not fun to be on the road all year long and doing all these shows and working so hard if you're like in comp- too much competition with the people you're working with. Like if we were trying to take each other down, I feel like it would just be such an awful, toxic atmosphere that would exhaust us. And it is such a grueling schedule that like, that's not the only reason we do it. We also just genuinely love each other, but I love is easier than, than competition in a way. You know what I mean?
0: It's so beautiful. I'm just, I don't know. I feel so lucky that somehow this thing that I do means I get to talk to you. I'm just, I feel the so, same way. Um,
1: I feel lucky to have been on this podcast. And I feel like the way that you articulate things and the compliments you were giving and the way you were giving them were like really hitting.
0: That means so much to me because I don't even know how to describe it. It's the best thing ever. And I love that I get to take my three little girls to your shows and to have seen it all, it's just amazing. So tell everybody where they can buy this record. Well, obviously we'll put the link in the show notes and we'll send it out, but um it's out. It's here. Yes,
1: it is out. It's called Parallel. My name is Scott Holding. And you can just get it any racist music and, and you can follow. Me on all the socials. Oh, and oh my gosh, Mark's Instagram handle changed today to Mark Hoying. And that was Stop. such a fun moment for us. We're like, Mark Hoying. Yeah, so follow us on all the things. And I hope you love the EP. I put every part of my soul into every lyric, chord, melody, and I'm just so proud of it. And I think people, it to really uh, bring people love and my.
0: Okay, well, my very last compliment is that I want you to know Whatever it's worth, maybe you'll remember I said this, maybe you won't. But when you hit your head on the pillow at night, tonight or whenever, I just want you to know that even though there's 8 billion people or so in the world and lots of people do lots of things, you make such a giant imprint. It's so big. It's so big. And I want you to at least know it that when you go to sleep at night, it's not at all part of the noise of like all the people. It's like something else. And um thank you. it's so <laughs> awesome that you turn out to be so good and sweet and kind in addition to having all that magic. It's so cool. And I can't wait to meet your future children because they're going to be oh my gosh. ridiculous.
1: <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. From the bottom of my heart. Thank you.
0: This was the best. Oh, my gosh. It was just so magical. I love Scott so very much. Here are the takeaways. Number one create what you love even if it turns certain people off you'll have more bandwidth when you're being yourself number two it starts with that spark of generosity you're not in this for the outcome just have fun and put yourself out in the world it's wild what it can turn into number three those magical kismet planets line up when you just follow what feels good make what you love and be around the people you love number four when your vibration is in this loving silly easy calm magical place that's when you're in flow with the universe that's the key to the portal called synchronicity Number five, art is like a real example of magic. You're making something out of nothing and it's immortalized forever. Number six, there's so many people who will accept the real you. When you start to feel comfortable with yourself, you start to have more energy, you start to attract the right people and pieces start to fall into place. Number seven, your quirks can turn into your superpower. Own those parts of yourself because you don't need to change yourself to fit in. And number eight, there's just so much more to come. Thank you so much for listening. I never take it for granted that you're here. We have so many good episodes that are coming up, so please follow along on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or wherever you're listening. And if you want to support us, go ahead and leave a review. In fact, if you're going to be part of our bootcamp next week and you leave a review, you will be entered to win a bundle of prizes, including a podcast microphone, a pair of Beats headphones, and a Marc Jacobs bag, all because you left us a review. So go ahead and do that and then join the workshop so that you can hear who the winner is on August 7th. If you want to sign up for that bootcamp, go to kathyheller.com bootcamp. It is free. I'll be with you for four days next week, starting August 7th. And I can't wait. I'll leave you with a song of mine. I'll talk to you soon.